Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, hello, and welcome back to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece, and I'm so glad to be in this seat today. We're changing it up. We're in different corners of my beautiful apartment, my dream apartment. I actually call it my dream apartment because for so long, if y'all have been listening to this podcast, you know, uh, probably have heard me share the God story of how I got this apartment and all of the little divine appointments that took place in order for me to be in this exact space. And I always try my best during quiet time and when I'm journaling about the things I'm grateful for to specifically write down thank you God for my dream apartment and as our dreams evolve right they can sometimes become bigger and our dreams graduate if you will and I think that it's so important to recognize that we are living in an answered prayer friends we're living in so many answered prayers and I just never want that to get lost on me so I'm here in this little corner if you're watching on YouTube if you're watching if you're not watching on YouTube and you're listening on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts um, I'm on YouTube I'm putting videos out and it is not the most fancy thing that you've ever seen but done is better than perfect as I always say and we're showing up and we're going to also graduate I'm sure in this area eventually. I'm sure I'll look back on these videos come one year from now or five years from now and think, holy smokes, what was she doing? But you know what? Right here, right now, I can say that she's trying. Okay, we're out here. And I have gotten a couple comments from y'all who are choosing to watch on YouTube instead because we get to look at each other. Well, I'm looking at the camera and you're looking at me, but my hope is that I feel like I'm looking at you too. So I am super grateful to be here and to jump into another solo episode for today. But before we dive into today's topic, I do want to touch on a few things. One, I just want to be praying together. I know that the weight of the world feels extra heavy in these last couple weeks and everything that's happening overseas and in Israel. I just I just want us to double down on love as a community and all together. I think that um, I don't want to speak into this thinking that I have wise words to share uh, because I have so much more to educate myself in when it comes to what's taking place but what I will say is that I don't want to miss out on the fact that um, I have built a platform now whether that is small in comparison to people who have millions I know that I want to be making sure that I'm nurturing this well and if there's any one thing that I could suggest we all do it's double down on love to everyone around you check in on your friends like just be an extra good friend in this season because you don't know who's affected I'm learning day by day how much uh how many people are affected that's getting closer and closer to 
like different circles of mine and it's scary. And so I think that in this time we can choose to double down on love. Speaking of love, um, we love kicking off every episode with a little joyful noise and we are still going to do that on today's episode. So this week's joyful noise is actually extra sweet. I hope that she is listening somewhere in the world, wherever she is, but I recently went to a Mexican restaurant to have dinner with my boyfriend's parents and his family, and we were at this tiny Mexican restaurant in Dixon, Tennessee. If you're familiar with the outskirts of Nashville, there are a ton of these smaller cities that have fractions of the population that Nashville does and it's super sweet because it gives that hometown feel um I'm talking like only a handful of Mexican restaurants in this city and so I love this so much because it points and testifies to the fact that divine appointments are so special. If you've never heard me talk about these things, these divine appointments is what I believe God is orchestrating in and through us in order for us to meet the people that we're supposed to meet or be in the places that we're supposed to be. And it it's so amazing when we're able to like put our thumb on it and say, holy moly, I know without a shadow of a doubt that that was a God thing. And so I'm sitting in this Mexican restaurant. We're wrapping up our meal. Such a sweet time with the whole Lutz fam and not the whole, everybody wasn't there, but we're having a sweet dinner and this waitress comes up to me and she's like, are you a podcaster? And I was like, yes, I am. And she was like, there's someone on the other side in the other room who would love to meet you. She listens to your podcast and she's a bit shy, but she'd love to meet you. I was floored, y'all, in the best possible way. I mean, talk about like a rush of joy from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Just feeling like surreal in a lot of ways, not because she recognized me, but because I really felt the magnitude of showing up here. Y'all, to just be completely honest, as I always try to be, like every week when I show up on here, it's the camera, it's this microphone, and it's a laptop, and I'm like, all right, God, whoever you want this to reach, I pray that I'd reach, and I forget just the magnitude of how many of y'all are impacted by the words that I share through this vessel, this vessel, like how cool is is that so this sweet girl is 15 years old and i got to get a picture with her and i'm going to share it on our instagram soon so if you're not following us on instagram it's that show the podcast on instagram and it was the sweetest thing the sweetest thing and honestly it's one of those things that i am just so grateful that i took the time to um just try my best to soak it all in, you know, like I really pray that this is one of those moments that I just will never forget because I know that this is so much of the beginning. And if you listen to the very first episode of That Show the Podcast, it's with a sweet friend and mentor of mine, Trent Shelton. And I'll never forget one of the things that he shared. He's built a platform now of 12 plus million, right? And God willing for whatever size he wants me to reach, if it's just this, I'll, I'll be happy because I know that 
I will grow to the amount that the Lord has already set aside for me. And so I just will never forget though him sharing about how beautiful his life is today, how many blessings that he's walking in today, but how nothing today matches matches his journey quite like the beginning. So I don't want to get lost and forget the beginning. Friends, so many of y'all are have been with me in this since the beginning. And I do believe that we're still so much in the beginning phases of that joy. So all that being said, that was long-winded, but um, that's the joyful noise for this week. And if you ever see me, if I ever see one of y'all, can we just commit to being like, hey, we're going to say hi, we're going to be friends, not fans, just friends around here. Um and know that I'm so grateful, truly, like so, so grateful. Today, I wanted to really talk about just like first and foremost, social media boundaries. I think I saw this um, podcast title on a podcast that I love and listen to and I was like, man, we haven't talked about that. What's the approach from the Christian lens? How can we ensure that we are having these boundaries set in place when it comes to social media? And if you clicked on this and you like the word living undistracted, we're going to talk about that too. But I believe that both of these things go hand in hand. I think that when you have appropriate boundaries in place for your social channels, you'll end up living a more undistracted life or vice versa, right? If you're living an undistracted life, you're likely not really bothered by social media affecting you. And so there are a couple things that I do that I want to share with y'all when it comes to living these things out and being able to like tactically apply just different tools that I use that I hope and pray that you run with and you start doing in your life too. So the first thing is something that I started to implement. Honestly, I think it would be at the top of this year. I don't think I started this last year yet, but it's no social media Saturdays. If you have been following me on Instagram, on my personal channels, I share this pretty much every week going into the weekend, um, just how I do no social media Saturdays. And why I wanted to start this was because I finished the book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. If you have not read that book before, 10 out of 10 recommend. It's such an incredible, powerful book that talks about just slowing down and just being present where your feet are. And I knew that for a good stretch of time, that was something that I really struggled with. And so I wanted to harness in on the things that I can control so that that wouldn't be something I struggle with anymore. So that book really helped me understand the Sabbath and how Jesus rested and God rested on the seventh day. And so um, no social media Saturdays is my version of just saying, hey, one day a week, I do social media as my job, right? I'm not only building my own personal channels, the podcast channels, but how I get paid is through helping businesses and brands build their social media channels. So y'all, I'm plugged into this thing. Like it's so much of my livelihood. And so I'm very much consumed by it for many hours of every day. And so uh, it's very important to me now. And I've recognized how much of just a... (sighs) a strength, if you will, this has become in my life 
by putting this boundary in place. So on Saturdays, I say, okay, when the sun rises to when Sunday rolls around, I just don't open up the apps. There are moments where I accidentally open it and then I shut it because I realize how much like that phantom effect is happening and I'm doing something and I'm not even fully recognizing that I'm doing it, which hello, how many of all how many of us are there that's guilty of that in itself, right? Checking our phones at stoplights and not even realizing that we're doing it. You guys, it's not good. It's not good. And we got to take control of it. So no social media Saturdays has helped me tremendously. I have friends who do this on Sundays. They do no social on Sundays. And no matter what day it is, I don't think that that matters. We don't have to get like a crazy spirit of religion here. The point is, is there a day where you're just practicing being present where your feet are and noticing the things around you in a way that you don't do six other days out of the week? Because it is hard. It's challenging. But on one day, one day a week, will you notice the birds in the sky in a way that you've never noticed it before? Will you watch the sunset simply to not go live on Instagram, but just to watch it set for your own eyes? And friends, I just think that this will help us in so many other areas than being present. It will drip into our gratitude. And you know what I say, when we are more grateful, we experience more joy. And so this is one way you can do that. Another tip is to time block the apps on your phone. I think that this is such an easy way that you can make sure that if you have that automatic thumb that's like, "Mm, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that I just checked it. I said I wouldn't. Then put the guardrails up, right? Create the boundary. There's a setting on your phone, if you have the iPhone, I know this, where you can time block certain apps so that you can't access them after a certain time. So I think mine go live at 7 p.m. All of mine become shadowed and I have to like go, you can set it so you can have a code before you open it up or you can put um, open this app for 15 minutes. But anyhow, that boundary has helped me tremendously at night so that way I'm not mindlessly scrolling as I'm watching tv as I'm cooking as I'm eating dinner with my boyfriend or as I'm just even by myself like I don't want to consume in every other moment of my life I want to be present right and so um Putting those time blocks on your apps is a huge game changer. Another tip that I have for you is have a no screen day and tell the people you love, your mains, that you're doing it just so that they don't think that something's wrong with you. But what I will share is that having a no screen day, I did this once before and honestly, I I need to do it like once a month. I think that would be a really cool way to lean into this practice and honestly just literally practice being more present as I'm saying. But I, for one entire day, did not look at a single screen. So no TV, no Apple Watch to record my steps, no iPad, no laptop, no cell phone, no cameras, just you. 
you and the earth, right? Like you in your day with no screens involved. Y'all, the freedom that took place. I had a friend, literally, I was planning to meet up with a friend that day. We discussed it the day before. I told her that I was knocking out my phone the whole day. And I was like, will you come knock on my door? Because she lives in my building. And she came and knocked on my door. And I was like, this is so awesome. This is such a little thing, but it makes such an incredible difference in just you being like I've never felt more alive than I did that day in in the way that I specifically did because there was no distractions. I just was present right where I was. My mind was clear. I didn't have anxiety. I wasn't overthinking. I wasn't worried about this and that and the other. Like I just was present with whoever was in front of me. And I think that that needs to be implemented a lot more and that's me preaching to me another tip that I want to share with y'all is not scrolling before you go to bed or when you immediately rise I talk about this a lot on habit episodes but if this is something that you struggle with friends choose to find a good habit that will replace that habit that way it's not an eliminating and then you're isolated thinking about what you just eliminated rather you're replacing that habit with a good one so instead of plugging your phone by your bed maybe it's you plugging it at the feet side of where your feet are and there's an outlet there or if you can and you're able put an alarm clock in your room and plug in your phone outside of your bedroom just so that you don't have this problem because I think that there's so much to say about what we feed our minds first thing in the morning. In fact, there has been studies and statistics that show that whatever our minds get fed first in the day, there's like these handful of hours that are so imperative to when you first rise, whatever you are feeding your mind, which it makes sense, right? is what you will continue to look for throughout your entire day. So even if you're feeding your mind social media, subconsciously you're experiencing anxiety in comparison, but not fully aware that you're experiencing those things, friends, you will subconsciously also be looking for those things throughout your day and bringing more awareness to anxiety in comparison throughout your day, therefore lessening the amount of joy that you're able to actually experience in that day so it's important that we have these guardrails in place the other thing that I do that's super helpful is recognizing that the follow button on social media is a choice are you choosing wisely I I really want you to ask yourself that question like when was the last time that you looked at who you follow because friends it's a choice and I know that there are some people that you follow that may trigger you or may upset you but there are certain relational things where you can't necessarily unfollow like I don't want y'all out here unfollowing your sister okay like don't go do that right but there's the mute button And there's peace in the mute button, okay? So one, if you don't have direct relations with the influencers that you follow that you find yourself literally comparing yourself to in such massive ways, guess what? With love, unfollow. Unfollow, it's okay. They're gonna be okay without your one follow. They're gonna find more people 
or they're going to be exactly what they're going to be doing with or without your follow. So I think that we just have to be that much more aware of the people that we're following because I know even for myself, I went through a time where I was following all of these like supermodels and I was like, okay, their lives are perfect. Their bodies are perfect. They don't have an inch of cellulite anywhere on their bodies. I ended up getting so much more in my head about my self-image in that season and I hated it. I hated it and I knew that even while I was stepping into health and wellness and growth in the areas of losing weight and getting more fit and getting healthier, I knew that that wasn't something that I should be doing. I shouldn't be following all those people. I love them. I want them to be successful, but you don't have to be following them to love them. And so I want you to walk in wisdom with that. Invite the Holy Spirit into that moment and saying, Holy Spirit, show me who you want me to be following. And if I'm I'm not supposed to be following them, then show me that too. So use that follow button with wisdom and with just love. Like, I think that it'll really help you and end up creating stronger boundaries for you that you wouldn't necessarily think about. In addition to that too, I do want to add that you're mindful about how often you're doing a follow cleanup. Like for me, I'd say roughly about quarterly, I'll go through and I'll be like, okay, I want to make sure that I'm following people that um, are allowing me to feel the the feelings that I want to feel, right? Am I encouraged? Am I inspired? And by the way, it doesn't mean that everyone you need to follow needs to be fluff fluff and you're never challenged. I do believe that you should be challenged in a healthy way. There's a difference of being challenged versus being triggered, right? Those like me following supermodels isn't me being challenged to grow into the healthier version of myself. It was me being triggered. And so recognizing the both of those things and not putting them in the same boat is just so imperative. So be sure that you're following people that are challenging you in a healthy way. And then make sure that majority of the people you're following are encouraging you, are inspiring you, are allowing you to feel loved by the content that you're seeing from them, whether it's your friends and family too. And again, let's not forget about that mute button. If you love them, you don't want to unfollow them. It's okay to mute them because you're protecting your peace to a certain degree. Okay? I just want to normalize this and I want it to be with love because here's the deal. I've also seen a couple of people unfollow me and I'm like, you know what? I, I can't be offended. Let me live an unoffended life. I've been thinking about that so much. Like I don't want to be offended. God help me to live an unoffended life because guess what? If I, they're not following me, that's okay. It doesn't mean that they don't love me. Heck, and maybe they feel like they don't love me. That's okay. I'm in my lane. I'm doing my thing. I'm trying my best to love God and love people well, okay? And if they don't follow me or they don't like me, that's okay. And so in the same posture, friends, we have to look at at it in the same way, right? And just be on guard. Just be on guard. Here's the thing. When we're living with healthy social media boundaries in place, we end up living 
a stronger, healthier, undistracted life. And I do believe those two things go hand in hand. I had a verse come up today that I want to just read, and it's one you've likely heard before, but it's Colossians 3 verse 2. And it says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. When I read that this morning, I was like, gosh, I needed that. I needed that. Because I think so often we can start to glorify social media and social channels and people on social and people bringing us closer to God on social. And maybe you're looking at that's joy in a light in that way. Can I just knock the pedestal from underneath myself, from underneath this podcast, from underneath any ounce of glorification of anything but Jesus? I want to knock that pedestal underneath our foot because friends, I was never meant to live there people on earth were never meant to live there and we have to replace jesus at the center and i think so often it's easy to slip and have social media creep on up but right now will you consciously make a choice to make sure that social media doesn't have that control over you over your life and over what god is calling you to Sadie Robinson shared this at a conference and I saw a video pop up where she talked about these AirPods, right? And how AirPods have two features, noise cancellation and transparency. And I think that that is such a beautiful picture to the opportunities of what we are allowing to feed into our heart, into our minds, and into our souls. There are some things in some areas where we have to make sure that noise cancellation is on. It's that morning, it's that nighttime, it's that Saturday, it's that Sabbath, right? It's those moments that you're completely guarding your heart and canceling out the noise. And then there are other moments where transparency is on and you're allowing yourself to follow people that don't trigger you but challenge you. I would strongly believe, and I've shared this before, if your circle looks like you and acts just like you, you're doing life wrong. I believe that we are meant to rub shoulders with people who aren't exactly like us, who sharpen us, who like iron sharpens iron, right? Who make us better just by being around one another. And so all of those things I think are going to help us live undistracted when we're able to recognize the difference between the two. Friends, if there's a certain part of this episode that you want me to go in on even more, I would love to do that. You can shoot me a text to 615-813-4813 and let's dive in. Let's talk more about it. Um, you can follow me on social at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Instagram and on TikTok and you can follow That's Show the Podcast on there as well. Friends, if you've not yet joined the Joy Corner, it's a new subscription to my weekly newsletter that I send out and that link is in the show notes to subscribe there. Um, We have four crewnecks left so if you've been eyeing it there's four left so hurry and snag that. I'm sure we'll be out by next episode and if you have not yet subscribed, rated, or left a review for That's Joy, it'd mean the world if you went to go do that. Um, 
it does wonders for podcasters and it is quite literally like a virtual hug so thank you for going the extra mile to leave your girl a review i'll never leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe or if you've already been saved but you're not really free i want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others i'm telling you there's abundance here there's overflow here there's so much joy here i'm here to tell you that god is for you all you have to do is invite him into your heart right now he's waiting for you he wants to meet with you and friend i'm so proud of you if you just made this decision i'd love to know you shoot me a text to that number in the show notes so i could pray for you i love you god loves you and until next time I'll talk to y'all next time. Thank you so, so much for being here.